This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Friday the 1st of October. Justin, YouTube has put a good old-fashioned block on all anti-vax content on its website. And it doesn't just mean anti-COVID vax. Nope. This ban will extend to all misinformation about all approved vaccines like the flu vax and the measles vax. Very interesting stuff, B-Man. Listen to this one. In the latest installment of the Ego Wars, Elon <laughs> Musk has just become the world's richest man again. Okay. And he reckons he's going to send Jeff Bezos a silver medal and a massive number two statue to mark the occasion. <laughs> you never remember who came second, right? No. Nope. never remember. Three memorable stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first, Aussie youth publisher Junkie Media could be bought by the same company that owns Rolling Stone and Variety magazines. Ah, the home of the famous punky you recaps, B-Man. What is the story here? Okay, so Junkie is an online news and pop culture site that's aimed at young Australians. It covers everything from hard-hitting politics to the latest hard hitting reality TV apps. Now, the owner of Junkie, O-Media, they're looking to sell the business and there are some pretty hot competitors in the ring. Yep, Rolling Stone and Variety publisher, The Brag Media, is currently doing its due diligence on the company. And what attracts them to old Junkie? Obviously, some of it has to do with the reporting, but really, it's all about Junkie's one million social media followers. So what is the key learning here? The business model of traditional media outlets has been shifting over the last 10 years. The most attractive media business models are the ones that include some subscription audiences. Not the ones that generate revenue from advertising only. And Jazzy Boy, Junkie ain't got a subscription model, but what it lacks in subscription, it kind of makes up for with a massive social media following. Mm -hmm. Not only does Junkie have a large following, but their following is also engaged. We're talking likes, we're talking shares, we're talking (laughs) comments. So for a potential buyer like Bragg, Junkie's an opportunity to increase its audience for a pretty reasonable cost. And then potentially it can bundle Junkie together with its existing media outlets Mm -hmm. like Rolling Stone and Variety. And potentially sell them all for a big price in the future. For our second story, sound the alarm, Justin. Experts reckon the US government might run out of money by October the 18th this year unless it raises the debt ceiling. I didn't even know a government could run out of money, Brett. (laughs) What is the story? So the US national debt currently stands at around $28.43 trillion. In other words, the US owes over $28 trillion to central banks, to other countries, to companies, and individual investors. The US Treasury Secretary has warned that the government will run out of money by October 18 because it can't borrow more than a very specific amount under their laws. And Brett, that is not very far away. And get this one, if the debt ceiling isn't suspended or raised by then, the government will default on its loans. Which could have massive repercussions for the entire global economy. Not to mention the government itself. That will have to shut down. It also means public parks and other federal buildings will close. And thousands of government workers could be sacked. So these big spenders have just days to raise the roof aka extend the debt ceiling. So what is the key learning here? Just like our credit cards have limits on them, the US government also has limits on its debts. And that limit is called the debt ceiling and it was first introduced all the way back in 1917. And Brett, since then the US has kept borrowing and borrowing <laughs> and borrowing and borrowing. And so the US Congress, which is basically the equivalent of our parliament, they've had to increase the limit. Or temporarily extend it 78 times. <laughs> so why don't they just raise the ceiling, Justin? Well, they probably will, Brett. But now it's become a bit of a political game between the two main parties in the US. But in the event that the US government doesn't raise the debt ceiling, mm-hmm. it could see its credit rating drop and then send shockwaves through markets around the globe. Mint the coin. <laughs> for our third and final story, bad news for all the caffeine fiends out there. <laughs> Coffee could just be about to get a whole lot more expensive. More bang for your beans, Justin? What's the story? <laughs> all right. 
We already knew that coffee prices ain't what they used to be. A latte can cost you $5 and that's without your strong almond milk, extra hot with a marshmallow <laughs> on the side option. But if you think coffee's been particularly pricey this year, you're actually not just imagining it. Nope, the price of coffee around the world has increased by nearly 22% just this year. It's the biggest price peak since 2014. And it's all thanks to weather events that have affected major coffee producing regions like Brazil. Which, by the by, accounts for around half of the world's supply of coffee. Uh, and it's Australia's second biggest source of coffee. Yeah. Add that to global supply chain issues, classic COVID, and you've got the perfect <laughs> recipe for a worldwide coffee shortage. And coffee growers are telling importers that the shortage could last as long as three Ooh. years. So what's the key learning here? When the price of raw materials increases, eventually we as consumers will need to bear the cost. We've all heard of a chain reaction, you know, a series of events where each is caused by the previous one. So if manufacturers need to pay more money to create a product, mm -hmm. then they're going to increase the price of that product to make up for it. And this price increase travels all the way down the supply chain to the consumer. I.e. you and or me. So prepare to pay a little extra for your morning hit of caffeine. Flux fam, it is October and October is all about credit score month at Flux. So if you want to find out a little bit more about it, make sure to follow our Insta page at flux.finance for all the tips and tricks. And if it just so happens that you like TikTok as well, you'll find us at flux.finance on TikTok. And if you do, slide into our DMs and give us a little hello. We'd love that. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend and we'll see you on Monday.